So Wiener Gate's over. Oh no, it's not. Well, to me, it's over. Well, as Wiener long as the... Wiener's Wiener. Hey, I, I still have a bet out that if his wife is pregnant, it's going to be a son. They're going to name him Oscar Meyer. Wiener <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Schnitzel. And then, yep. and then that son will marry uh, John Kerry's uh, daughter, <laughs> and then, and then they'll have they'll have a catch up with hot dogs. <laughs> I'll have some mustard on the side, Colonel Mustard on the side. Because, as you know, John Kerry married into ketchup money. Oh yeah, yeah, Heinz ketchup, which that's a they they never ruined Worcestershire, which is which is great. Worcestershire is, is best by Lee and Perrin, personally. Yeah, agree. Who, who owns Lee and Perrin's now? I don't know, that. but they stopped making that delicious barbecue sauce. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was my favorite store barbecue sauce and they stopped making it and i can't find it anymore i have to make it now i found a recipe that's pretty damn close yeah i ha- i've had to do that with certain things i like like the soy eggnog got hard to find for a while so i had to make it myself you know what else i love that t- they t- took off the market and i can't ever replicate quite as good what snapple had whip snapple for a while whip snapple yeah I actually think they called it whipper snapple well, you, you people are making me feel a lot better because I cannot find the good barbecued corn chip Frito corn chips anywhere anymore. Oh man! Oh, Last man. time I found them was in Atlanta. You know I love Frito pie. Oh, oh, Frito pie is awesome. I'm sorry, I, I live in Dallas. I think that's their second favorite meal down here. I am so <laughs> sick of Frito pie. Well, I live in Fort Worth. Our favorite meal here is brisket. Nah. You want brisket done right? Turn it into corned beef. Well, here, unfortunately, they have mustard-based uh, barbecue in the Carolinas, and I gotta say, no, no, thank you. I, I like vinegar-based or uh, honey-based, t- tomato-based. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, honey-based is pretty good too, but I'd say tomato-based is probably the best. There's a barbecue place in Fort Worth called Angelo's that is so good. They have sauce, but I never eat the sauce because they smoke it for so long. It's got oh, that deep mesquite flavor. And a, a wonderful dry rub is used on it. Oh, oh, oh you know Angelo's, Tom? Yeah. I'm a foodie. Okay, well, I'm going to try that when I come out to Texas. But uh, oh. if, you're ever, if you're ever in Alabama, try Dreamland. Best okay, shit. well, if you come to Texas, let me know. I will personally show you and your husband around if you wish. All right. Cool. Hey, I'll I, will, do the same. I will take you up on that. Just let me know. I'll make sure that things are taken care of down here. No. I kind of wish. Oh, that's right. This weekend was Acon, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, uh, the uh, the fol- the folios were down here. Yeah. Well, I mean, Chris Hazelton didn't get an invite, so pff, screw him. And I used to know <laughs> all the people who did Acon. I used to pal around with them many, many years ago. Well, long ago. But like I said, I. You know, the Phil Volio is there. I wish I went down there. I could, probably could have drive, driven down there last weekend, but I didn't for some stupid reason because I always wanted to meet Phil. I Phil's met him once. Guy. He's awesome. I was on a panel with him. Uh, I think it was a webcomics panel, and he was pretty cool. I mean, he was really nice, and uh, he, he and I were like, yeah, girls, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have to admit, I mean, when it comes to nice people on the webcomics panels, um, Bill Holbrook has got to be the top. Oh, he he is he is so nice. I, Bill I, is a gem. I know he's he's always so sweet. And um, 
what I, like, I love about Phil is, you know, he, you know, he came down. I'm using apostrophes, you know, quote, finger quotes. He came down from doing print to doing web, and he doesn't treat it like it's a downgrade. He doesn't treat it like no. it's better than everybody else that does web. He's he just he just treats it like it's the same industry, and he's just as nice. Oh well, yeah, National, and National Cartoonist Society is learning that. They are learning that web can be more powerful. Well, DC has just learned that with the I whole. Know. Oh god! Relaunch. They're uh-huh. they're going to be putting comic shops out of business all across the country. No, they won't. I mean, their plan is so stupid. Like it's like, was it like two three ninety nine if you want to get like the digital version, but if you want to get both, it's like four ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, and they're do- selling. They're selling. They're doing three ninety nine for the electronic version. Two ninety nine for the print version. For print. That's and then four ninety nine for. I'm like, what the hell? No, I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I mean, you're eliminating the middleman. You're not, you don't have to have shipping. You don't have to have printing. It's there, no cost whatsoever for oh, yeah. the the media itself. You come down in price. Well, you know what it is. It's really just that they're trying. Like it's like with a lot of these um, tablet uh, readers, it's just they're trying to recreate the freaking publishing industry. And it's like, guys, it's 2011. We the digital digital has definitely won. You need to get on the boat and stop trying to make it like it was. The only reason it was what the way that it was structured the way it was was because of communication and like mm-hmm. the sheer resources you needed in order to publish. That's all gone. Yeah, yeah and was uh, one of the things when I saw DC was going to be doing electronic distribution of the comics, the first thought in my head was we won. Yeah. Web comics won. Yeah, I mean it really because like the well and it's a, it's a nice <clears throat> feeling to actually see that the print side now, okay, I admit I, I I still have a place in my heart for comic book stores, and I really don't want them to go away. But it's it's they have been such gatekeepers for so long, and they didn't they didn't treat webcomic artists very well. So it's kind of this nice feeling <clears throat> that they're going towards digital. Like, hey, welcome to the party, guys. We've been here for how long now? Like, the first webcomic came out in, like, I think it was, like, 1985 or something like that. Actually, yeah. Um, in fact, I think it was Bill who did the first one. He did Kevin and Kel back on... Um, no, 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 no. Uh, no, he actually... He's one of the first of the... Um, what, Prodigy. Uh, yeah, newspaper comics to go on the web. Actually, the <clears throat> first one to go on the web was Snuffy Smith was the first newspaper comic to go on the web. Um, I forgot what the name of the first web comic was, but it was in 1985. And I know that also Bruno the Bandit out... Uh, let's see. Okay, the first online web comic was Witches and Sti- Stitches, and that was by... Let's see. Eric Monster... Let's see. What's this guy? Yeah, Eric Monster Milken was his and, name. And by the way, when you're talking about you talking to Phil, I just had this image of a fleeting image of Kitty Hawk and Phil Folio teaming up on some sort of project. I don't know what it's about, but I just saw <laughs> women dancing everywhere, and that was absolutely fine with me. Yeah, so that, that that that's that would be excellent. If you're out there, Phil, let's do this. <laughs> and by the way, my tablet just came in this week, and I love Yay! it. Which one did you get? I got the Asus Transformer tablet, the 16-gig version. It's running Android 3.1 Honeycomb. Nice. And it turns into Laserbeak. <laughs> no, it, it, comes with a, it, comes in, it comes with an optional keyboard dock. Oh, nice. 
And the thing is this, it has USB ports, you plug in a USB device, it knows what it is, and it lets you use it as a that's, USB device. That's See, pretty cool. I'm happy. I mean, I've got the iPhone 4. I'm happy with it, especially now that it's jailbroken. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. I, I love Apple, but hey, I own three Hackintoshes and a jailbroken iPhone 4. But I love using my Bluetooth keyboard with it yeah. when I do a lot of my remote work. Yeah, but, I, I just I, bought a Bluetooth keyboard for my uh, for my iPad, and my iPhone. I'm loving it. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm actually considering like if I didn't have to use my laptop at conventions uh, to do the artwork, I wouldn't take my uh, my laptop with me. I really have no use for it anymore. Have you seen the Asus Transformer? Yeah, I have seen the Asus Transformer. Uh, I have to admit that I am still in love with um, with the iPad. So I might eventually get myself an Android tablet just to play around with, but just just I, just I, look I, at just look at the beauty of the engineering. It turns into oh no, a no, laptop. I'm, I'm, I am I am looking at it, and it is it is very nice. I just it, the sorry. screen is better than the the iPad 2 screen actually. Well, that's why I'm waiting for iPad 3 to come out, which and, is going to yeah. have the Retina display. And well, it, not just the Retina display. Remember, it's going to be having the uh, AirPlay mirroring. So if oh, you've got an Apple TV, yeah. you can mirror your iPad and iPhone to the TV. I know, oh. and that is going to be the greatest thing ever because. I have an Apple TV, and I love that freaking thing, and it replaced my PS3 because, yep. well, PS3 only does offline. And <laughs> PS3 only does only does identity Wait, theft. Yes. It, it does, PS3 does online. I uh, On one of my Hackintoshes, my media server, uh, I have an app installed on there that is a PS3 media server. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what we were so. doing. We, we did as well, but, like, we've just sort of given up on the PS3 because it was like, oh, well. It's well, offline after, again. Yeah. yeah after, because of Sony, I mean, I've. I, I've never worried about the PSN because I hacked my Sony a while back when they took yeah. away the other OS feature. Uh-huh. Which they should not have done. This no, was what I'm, began all of this. That, yeah. I mean, it was, it's a breach of contract. They had a verbal contract that that was one of the features for there. That's the only reason I bought a PS3. I could care loose. A, loose care less. <laughs> Blah. I'm, boy, you can tell how angry I am. Uh, <laughs> I could care less about Blu-ray. Um, Blu the games, I'm sorry, I've got most of them on my Xbox 360, which yeah. I barely use. I use yeah, it mainly. I, I my... Yeah, I didn't play the PS3. I just used it as a media server. We did some stuff with the Linux stuff. And then when that update came through, it was like, ugh. Really, you should try. You should try the Asus Transformer, guys, because it really is magnificent. I, I can tell you, because I love the fact that I can put in a flash drive or a micro US yeah. micro uh, micro SD card or regular size SD card. It just sees it as external storage. It lets me browse the files, open up the files. I can open up Word docs, PowerPoint files, Excel files, work on them, save them as those files, and use oh, them nice. on any computer. Oh. And it actually it also has comes with a free VNC program. Let's be VNC in my computer so I can do Photoshop on it. No lag. Amazing. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, um that that does really sound that well Asus makes a really good product. My husband has a Hackintosh Asus and that thing is great. And yeah, really and I've got some hackers that have the triple E's, uh, the original triple E's and they love them because of the versatility on them. Oh yeah. I mean, they're definitely underpowered, but they were supposed to be. They're netbooks. But uh, speaking of tablets, I'm actually trying out OS 5 right now, and got to say, I'm loving it. 
Oh yeah, I, I just love the fact. I just, I just cousin. love that notification system that they stole from Android. Oh, and it, they did it so wonderfully. <laughs> it's so great. I mean, thank you. Thank stealing you for from the... Android right that's after fine. you, right after you sued Samsung for, for stealing. Oh yeah. Hey, well, that's no. that's just that's just basically Samsung and Apple trying to reveal each other's uh, prototypes in in public. They're just basically playing each other. This is not about patents. This is about I'm going to ruin your big reveal. But. Well, I I'll love it. About- when it comes to Apple and lawsuits, I they've got all my love right now because of Lotsis. <laughs> oh yes. But but, but you look They're at you look fight, at Apple. They've got a lawsuit against the patent trolls. God bless Apple on that. But right. what I love about what I love about the whole thing with Apple and patent lawsuits is this: Apple is the only company to lose a lawsuit that they that was filed against them on the look and feel of an operating system. <laughs> what yeah. happened was the original iPod ripped off the creative. Creative Labs Zen Media Player, and yep. Creative sued them, and they won. Yep, and and the thing is, is that okay? Personally, I really believe that that's all just stupid. I believe that you're basically it's steps. Like, okay, yeah, so Apple did take the note the notification system that looks kind of like the Android version, kind of, and was also in the uh, jailbroken version of iOS. I mean, they did borrow that from from Android. But it works. It's fine. And I'm fine with like like borrowing because like honestly, if you get down to it, even in cartoons, if there was no borrowing, there would be no evolution. No, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for yeah. using ideas, but I'm, I'm against, you know, you know, Apple's the one that throws these lawsuits because a- a- Apple is rightfully afraid of Android right now. Well, I mean, like, honestly, I think what it is is like. I honestly think that we're coming up on like a big patent war. And I think that's why Google and Apple have such large war chests right now because i think they're getting ready for like the final showdown in the against the patent trolls because yep. if you notice the patent trolls have gotten a bit uh hungry lately i was to say greedy that's but true I mean, no matter what happens in the patent war i mean i know who the big loser is going to be and that's microsoft oh definitely and well so I, microsoft and ibm is going to lose well ibm has always like had a lot of patents but lately they just aren't they well, aren't doing anything. Well, the thing is this. Yeah. The thing is this. HP could could really ruin Apple's day any day they want to, but they aren't. Because but the thing is, yeah, because every, they're everything, everything on the iPhone, everything from the dialing screen to the lock screen, everything was mm-hmm. was early patents from Palm for an early version of the Trio that they yeah. had floating since 2003. It looks exactly like the dial screen from the iPhone. They could they. Yeah, HP they could, could HP could file oh, but, so many but, but, patent but. claims against Apple that they could shut Apple down for like. Well, remember the, the whole but, dialing screen thing looks exactly like the dialing screen we had back on the handspring visors. Exactly, but the thing is, is that I think the reason HP doesn't ever go up against Apple is HP secretly wants to destroy Microsoft, so they're yeah. fine with whatever Apple's doing because I think getting- I think you're underestimating Microsoft's ability as a company because everybody no no i don't think they're going to be destroyed overnight i'm just saying like hp is about to unveil web os on all their computers as a dual a dual boot with windows eventually they're going to not put windows on their new machines they're only going to put and remember that one of the things that was revealed was that one of microsoft's big revenue streams right now is android they get paid five bucks for every Android phone out there. From wow. HTC, only HTC though. From that's still a yeah. big chunk of it. That's a big chunk of money, but and that's pretty sad for Microsoft, considering you know how actually, hard they're actually their other, their other 
big revenue stream is you're discounting one thing. You're talking about Apple TV and you know top set boxes, Google uh-huh. TV versus Apple TV. You forgot one thing. Microsoft won that war already. With the Xbox? Yeah. Xbox does all the same thing. Xbox does all the same thing, and everybody already has them. If you take the whole world, no, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to disagree with you because Xbox is honestly only big in America, and the market is much bigger in uh, in Asia and Europe nowadays. Also, I don't because like I I, the only I don't own a 360, and the biggest reason I don't own a a 360 is Xbox Live. I don't like the idea of having to pay for a service to pay for things. They're silver. They're silver. What? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Plus the fact that Microsoft does absolutely nothing in the way of customer support. I I own it. And I I mean, we had to deal with so many freaking hackers and cheaters on the Xbox. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, man. Man, if you want to talk about how shitty they are, when I worked at GameStop, like, they were not paying for the Xbox reps' uh, gas mileage. Like, like it was like four years into the uh, Xbox, and they stopped paying for their mileage. Yeah. And like that was just ridiculous. So the guy, the guy that we had that was really knowledgeable about the product and everything, he had to quit because he couldn't afford to do it anymore. Instead, we got this woman who was just doing it to get her son some video games, and of course, she didn't know anything about the product. Well, well, the big thing you forget is what's the best-selling video game peripheral ever. Oh, the Wiimote. No. Which one? The Connect. Well, yeah, but a lot of people aren't using that for the 360. A lot of people are using that for research, which is well, cool, that's what, but that's, but the that's reason not that, I mean, purpose. the Wiimote sold, has been selling a lot more because the accelerometer is yeah, within the Wiimote. Oh, yeah, because my husband – I forgot about that. My husband actually, like, played around with those in robots. Yeah. But the, the big thing They're to the realize is this. There. The yeah. uh, the three the uh, the connect is the company that actually built the technology behind the connect. They actually went to Apple first with yeah. the technology, and they they wanted to give this to Apple. They really wanted, but it was really expensive at that point. That's no, why. No, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. You know, you know why they didn't do do the deal? Oh, why? They couldn't put up with Steve Jobs' antics. Well, you know, it takes a special person to be. They would rather deal with Balmer. Well, uh, let, let me let me put it that boy? way. No. Yeah. Nobody well, in their right well, mind okay, would deal with now, in, yeah. all fair, in all fairness, Balmer, it, you know, I, if you had to deal with someone, you probably will want to deal with Balmer because Steve Jobs is like epic asshole. level asshole. And but I love him. Yeah. But uh, but I mean, ten thousand years, Steve Jobs, ten thousand years. But Balmer, I can see being easier to deal with. But also, it just has to do with the units were really expensive at that point. And that, and I think Nintendo was offered offered it as well. And Nintendo looked at him and said, "No freaking way!" Because well, Nintendo's policy is called wither technology, which is you don't use something unless it's cheap. Yeah, which is why I'm looking forward to the Wii U. Oh, I am so looking forward to it. I thought they couldn't I, do it, but they did it again. But the, but the, yeah, uh, I mean, with the controller itself. I mean. Not just the controller and the portable screen, which I love the features on that, but a touch screen as well. I know. That looks like it's going to be one of the best graphic tablets out there. Well, but it's the like, it's like it's. Well, go ahead. I'll, the thing I'll, is, their their stock prices dropped ten points after they reviewed it. At well, E3. But stock, stock is not real. I mean, stock I, is like playing some baccarat. I mean, so <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. But if you saw the fanboy response on the internet, oh my god, everyone loves this thing. Which which, uh, which game are you looking forward to after E3? Oh man, Mass Effect Three. 
And, well, yes. and Arkham City. I'm sorry. Those two, I could care less about anything else. Those two, I want. Mass Effect 3, funny joke. I was talking to my friend Don about Mass Effect 3, and he said he he didn't understand the Omni Knife because he thought it was just a, he just thought it was a, it was a hard, it was a, it was a light hologram construct that <laughs> has tactile feedback. And he says, yes, the tactile feedback is going through your skull. <laughs> Uh, let's see what game I really, you know, I'm looking forward to. Well, mostly the stuff on the 3DS is what I'm looking forward to. Um, and I have to say, Animal Crossing is like, I, I when I saw the swimming, I was like, oh, they've added some new features to the Zelda without fighting. I am so looking forward to this. And of course, as I was watching the Nintendo keynote, I was when they said, "Oh, we're going to have like Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening available on the eStore." I kept refreshing, going back in, in and out of the eStore, going, "When is it going to be available?" Everyone that I ha- know that has a 3DS were doing the same thing. They were drooling over Link's Awakening. I know that I, is I, one of the best I, ones. I downloaded the Pokédex, even though I don't play Pokémon. I downloaded Excite Bike. I downloaded all the videos. Link I mean, to the Past is the best Zelda game on the old consoles. Oh well, link to the okay. My my ranking is uh, Link's Awakening above Link's uh, Link to the Past. I actually like. I, I can Awakening. see why, but at the same time, I just like Link to the Past. A little no, bit. no, no, no. Link to the Past is like I would say far superior to any of the others, barring maybe the original. See, I, I mean, I go off of the people who I know. I mean, Anonymous and uh, E. Absolutely love Ocarina of Time. I mean, they were salivating yeah. when they heard that was going to be released for 3DS. And I'm um, actually, yeah, I'm actually considering getting it, but I'm like, I already own it on GameCube and N64, so it's kind of like, uh, I don't know if I want to buy the it. The adding yeah. of the new maps and stuff like that, I mean, that's yeah. part of the salivating. Well, well, to me, the you know, one thing that always bugs me are people who complain that Super Mario 2 is such a departure from Super Mario 1, but no one ever compl- no one ever points out that the change between Link 2 and, you know, that Zelda 2 and Zelda 1 <laughs> is even worse. Well, oh, it's yeah. because I think a lot of people have an, a, soft spot in, soft spot, a soft spot in their heart for uh, the for Zelda 2, because if you really remember that time period, like, games didn't come out that often. That, and, that's true, yes. Yeah, so you cherished every game that you got. Like, oh my god, it's a new game! I yeah, must Besides, play. I'm sure that everyone has seen the Link games for the uh, CDI, oh, uh, which oh immediately god. puts everything in better perspective. I can't wait to bomb the Dongos. Thanks, Nintendo, for being an ass and going with two different manufacturers of your C- CD system. That was that was awesome. Because that's the reason we have those crappy Zelda games, because Nintendo couldn't stay in bed with one chick. Well, Nintendo, but, Nintendo was the hot guy in town. It had it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. They were, they were like, we can play both Sony and, um, and Philips. Oh man! I love that song. I love that song. Yeah, I I actually spent the money on it. I had to download it. Oh! I don't know if you ever played the Mass Effect Kitty Hawk, but no, I know. No, I know about Mass Effect because um, I've had to draw a couple of Commander Shepherds. But um, I I prefer prefer female games I've played. Female Shepherd over male Shepherd because female Shepherd's voiced by Jennifer Hale, and the male Shepherd's voiced by a Canadian guy who has no tone in his voice. So there's a female Commander Shepard? Oh, yeah. Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale. 
you can be either male or female Commander Shepard. And believe me, some of the scenes later on, when you make the relationships paths, get interesting. Oh, man. Well, now now I might have to check this out. Yeah. Female Shepard. <laughs> yeah, Femme Shep is, uh, is because it's... My female shepherd, I play female shepherd because I can't stand listening to the Canadian guy oh. more than five minutes. So, you see, I've only I've only ever seen the male one because, like, when I'm at conventions, like, I mostly see the um, the male version. Like, that's mostly that who's con- uh, cosplays him. But uh, but the my favorite pairing is putting female shepherd with uh, the blue uh, Asari chick Liara <laughs> because Asari mate with anybody and everything. <laughs> but they aren't they aren't like promiscuous that's just you know yeah they just they they have they are pansexual well all asari are female yeah okay yeah so anything and everything and they live to be a thousand years old but uh getting back to nintendo what kind of annoys me about their uh virtual console service is that there's no cross-pollination or not not any in the conceivable future between the DS and the Wii, where uh, you know, because some some of the games that they have on uh, on the Wii Virtual Console, I would kind of like to see them also on the DS, but it doesn't look like they want to do that. Well, they yeah, some I of think the they want to keep games, a... but and then yeah. and then I I always kind of wanted the the Game Boy Advance games to make it onto the Wii Virtual Console because they're pretty much of yeah. the quality of uh, Super Nintendo, but they well, just kind of ignored that. Well, maybe with the Wii U it, um, having exter- like the ability to finally hook up an external hard drive to it, yes. they'll allow you to cross-pollinate. Because I really have a feeling that the Wii U is honestly moving towards being almost like an Apple TV. Like, yeah. you don't need an iPad and an Apple TV. Just get the Wii U, and you can hook up everything to it. Well, to be fair, to uh, legally hook up a hard drive to your Wii U. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I meant. I, meant, I mean, yeah, um, I don't know anything about that. Do to do. I really wait, actually much. prefer cartridges just because there are no moving parts. I don't like moving parts in my consoles or my handhelds. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me nervous because I just have nightmares of people bringing in PlayStation 2s with broken disk drives. And I'm like, ah, make it stop. <laughs> did you ever Did you ever use the open lid uh, hack in the, in the PlayStation with some games? Yeah, yeah, I actually actually did. Um, I do. I do like clamshell. I love clamshells. I just don't like. Slots. Vagina loaders, or um, vagina loaders. or whatever the he- no, no. <laughs> I call them vagina loaders because uh, <laughs> well, they're sl- they're slit. So uh, so anyway, the, so the plastic sleeve that you put on this to make them last longer, or what? Condoms, of course. <laughs> I just but wanted I to hear you say. Shit. I just wanted to I hear. I mean, you well, say. no, no, no. UMD is like having a condom on your disc because you know that PSP is a dirty, dirty whore. <laughs> Oh man, I saw what they did with PlayStation with the PlayStation Vita. I'm just like thinking, okay, that's two hundred and fifty dollars, and now you have a touchscreen. Hello, two thousand four is calling. Well, and you have a touchscreen on the back. So I know. Well, that that is pretty cool. I have to I have to give them that. But I'm like also like, so you're gonna stop the UMD stuff? You do realize that's how what killed the PSP Go, right? <laughs> Well, like, I heard that they're supposed to have a cartridge slot on there. Well, it's like it's like 
it's but a proprietary I, flash uh, format that's like only two or four gigabytes. And I'm like, wait a minute, SD cards are like up to like what, 32, 32 gigabytes? Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, 64. And I'm like, so you come up with a proprietary more memory format and it doesn't even have as much as like the leading format. GG, yep. Sony, you failed again. Well, the whole Wrong thing. Again. I, the, only that, the only thing about the uh, Vita, which is the stupidest, the stupidest name I've ever heard of for a video game system. And then, the, and then the, the, the initials are like PSV. Yeah, that rolls off the tongue. Oh, uh, quick question. Quick, quick question for you guys. Uh, I don't know how many people like Assassin's Creed. I think it's a really weird game series. Great gameplay, but the story is shit. But, yeah. but the the trailer for Assassin's Creed Revelation is amazing. Oh yeah, it, it looks amazing. I just Assassin's Creed was just weird. I mean, have you seen it, Tom? I've seen it. I mean, I'm I know that there are people who rave about it. Uh, realize that for me, a good time is sitting down and playing Mame with Pac-Man. <gasps> yeah. Well, are, well pa are you Pac-Man has good graphics. I had this woman once come into a GameStop and she wanted Pac-Man and I and she was like, "I love Pac-Man." I said, "Well, why do you love Pac-Man?" She said, "Well, it's got good graphics." I'll tell you. I mean, this shows how much of a old-time game geek I am. Last uh -huh. year at Comic-Con, my highlight of the entire convention was it meeting Felicia Day? No. Was it meeting Nathan Fillion? No. It was going to Flynn's Arcade. Oh. So, and uh, setting the high score on Mr. Do. So, oh. here's the question for you, Tom. <laughs> here's the question for you. Okay. Were you practicing to one day dethrone Billy Mitchell's Pac-Man? Oh, no. Yeah, that's not possible. Oh, that is, no. I, I lost my pattern. Well, no, I take that back. I've got my album and liner notes for Pac-Man Fever, which did have all <laughs> old patterns. But what do you think of Billy Mitchell? Yeah. Because Billy Mitchell has the highest possible score. Billy yeah. Mitchell's the one that, uh, that wears the tie, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He I still have to I mean Ann had recommended Tom of Kong. I still have to see that one. Oh, oh it's yeah. a great oh, movie. Yeah, that was that was really good. I, I love I love the guy that's Billy Mitchell's little disciple. Uh, what's his name? Brian Koo. <laughs> because he's such a because he's 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 like he's so proud of being a loser because he he uh, retired at the age of 23, lives in a tiny one-room uh, cabin. A mile away from this arcade, so he can continually practice his gaming skills. That's perfectly fine. That's pretty cool. But There's the thing is, to do. But but Brian Koo is actually a little bit of a douchebag because what happened with Brian Koo was he was, uh, you know, you know, we have uh, Steve Weeby about to get the high score. He's trying to mess with Steve Weeby, but he doesn't realize Steve Weeby was able to get the high score originally with his son screaming in the background. Yeah, I, I love that. I just love that they they don't treat him seriously during the whole thing. And, and But Brian Koo's like this little itty-bitty shit. Yep. Well, I mean, I, I loved all the... I loved everyone in there, like how serious they were taking all of it. And, like, like Billy Mitchell is a class... Class A asshole. I mean, and I kind of like him for that, but it's also like, I'm going to show up with a video. It's like... A uh, video that glitches at one million. I know, I know. And that was just so wonderful. I was just like, you jerk. To be continued on the next episode of Animation Aficionados. <laughs>